Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the quick hitter version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks. I'm Monica McNutt. This week, our featured discussion is with journalist and tremendous writer, Erica L. Ayala. Here, she talks about her background in child advocacy and the sincere work that the WNBA has been able to do this season. I, I come from a background in actually being a professional advocate uh, in, in child advocacy. And so to have that lens, I sometimes can be critical when it comes to athletes or uh, businesses entering into advocacy space. Um, because there's a lot of work um, and uh, years of work that go into advocacy. And for me, this season in the WNBA has really laid a foundation for players to not only be empowered and to use their voice, but to also um, be part of the learning process. Mm -hmm. There are things that when you want to change policies or how things are done in society that you have to humble yourself. Mm -hmm. And for me, um, again, coming from my background, that has been what's been the most exciting. And I think also you mentioned the Satu Sabli story. I also um, was able to talk with Leisha Clarendon and they have had an amazing trajectory to get to a place where they're comfortable um, being an activist. And that's a word that Leisha and an organizer, th those two words are words that Leisha now uses. And there's just a level of commitment that it takes to, to be at that level. Or a, a Satu Sabali who is so committed to being a presence when it comes to a lot of what we're talking about, um, racial injustice, but at the international level and engaging particularly Europe. Um, I know that's like an entire area, multiple countries, but, but you know, she comes from Germany. Um, but, but having those types of conversations and so for me that's been most rewarding is that there is uh this isn't you know a, a final destination uh this is an ongoing process and i've loved being able to tell stories that reflect that yeah and you, you've done a great job telling those stories i missed the laser piece who was that for that was for the athletic so laser clarendon and was able to explore just some of the parallels that Leja felt um, this season in particular um, between coming in, uh, you know, Cal had that top recruiting class and them going to the WNIT two years in a row, um, which felt like a failure and having to rebuild that team to how she now is in a completely different role, um, but a similar path. Uh, with the New York Liberty. That's a team that's rebuilding on the rise. And now Leisha is a veteran there that, that has to really um, show these rookies the way. Yeah, yeah. And she definitely had some outburst performances this year. I remember early in the season thinking, you know, she may not be a marquee name when you think of how many high draft picks that New York Liberty squad has and how young they are. 
And yeah, the conversation was this team is young. Don't expect too much this year, particularly after Sabrina got hurt. But the integrity, the leadership, the experience, that is a piece of that puzzle that you cannot write off, even though this year for them has come to an end. Moving forward, that's someone who you can trust to be a stable building block for so many more reasons, not just her ability to score. Absolutely. And one thing that I loved that Lasia talked about throughout uh, their entire journey is that Lasia has been at her best basketball, which was her all-star year, when um, she entered as her complete self and was able to um, really talk about who who they are and, and just embrace fully all of the pieces um, that make, as Lasia would say, uh, them a perfect candidate for, you know, intersectional activism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I guess, I mean, I have learned so much through these women this year. Um, I can remember one of my good friends works for the PR agency, Fleshman and Hilliard, who facilitated the conversation with the women of the Say Her Name campaign. Mm -hmm. And this is, we're now talking about multiple moms who have lost daughters at the hands of law enforcement. Um, but then Janelle Monae hops on at the end of that conversation. <laughs> yes. It turns to Michelle Obama the next day. And just seeing Sidney Colson and some of the other players on that call, having the opportunity to truly engage and to see. And again, learning from Malaysia. She was the first person that put this idea of, of performative allyship on my radar. But mm. to see the integrity with which the WNBA as a collective has moved, with which each individual player who feels the call strongly to be at the forefront of this has moved and even those who maybe would not identify themselves as activists or organizers but to see them in line and supporting their teammates who are speaking boldly um it has been incredible erica why do you think it is though that I, the question in my head i was going to try to say it more eloquently but why do you think it took everybody else so long to get it i mean the, these women have I keep saying have been about this. Like, if you know the W, they've been about this. Yes, that is the question, isn't it, Monica? And you mentioned, um, you know, some of the independent stuff that I've been doing, which includes uh, a YouTube series where I'm talking to athletes about social justice and activism. And in one of those, uh, when we were talking, when I was talking about basketball in particular, um, I I just see so many parallels between um, basically any movement, any civil rights movement that we've seen, unfortunately women, but especially black women, um, are often the front line, but for some reason don't always make it to the top when we're talking um, about the history of such movements and the impact of such movements. Somehow those frontliners end up getting lost within that history. So I, I honestly, I mean, there's, there's a glaring uh, answer, and that just is that we're a society that's not prepared to um, listen to women, um, to hold women and their work in high regard. And that's unfortunate because we're missing out on a lot. We've talked about social justice. Um, these are amazing mothers, um, amazing partners, amazing community members, and obviously, We've already talked about how they just ball out of their mind. <laughs> no question. <laughs> if you'd like to hear more, check out the full version of Buckets, Boards, and Blocks with me, Monica McNutt, and my co-host, King McClure from Pure Hoops Media.